Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Diana Jebbia, I am the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've been home in Jersey visiting family for the past few weeks and it was passed around quite like a hot potato or like a beach volleyball. I'm not even kidding you. Um, but now, now I'm back in California and we've got a lot to catch up on. Hey, before I get into all the Bravo-y Bravo goodness, I do want to remind you to give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia. G-E-B-B-I-A, in case I need to remind you, because it's been almost a month, and uh, while you're there, make sure you follow Believe, too. They're at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. Um, Also, I'm so rude for only talking about myself this entire time. How are you doing? It's it's been a few weeks, so I hope you're okay. I hope you're enjoying what's left of this summer. Have you gotten on the pumpkin spice bandwagon yet? Because, you know, I sure have. It's only August 31st, and I've had four of those pumpkin spice coffees so far, so no shame in my game. Wait, no, I feel like it's been more because I've had them in Jersey, too. I don't know. I've had a significant amount of pumpkin spice coffees in the morning. Moral of the story is I'm not sorry because they are delicious. But, well, now I'm going on a tangent, but, like, it's been a minute. We need to catch up, so let's just do it anyway. I feel like before I moved to L.A., I was kind of the Grinch when it came to Halloween. And, like, I always loved Halloween. You could always catch me at Fright Fest and um, Six Flags in Jersey. Shout out Ghoul Master. Um, like, every single weekend I was doing all the spooky stuff. So, like, once it hit fall, I was fine with it. But, like, at the end of summer, I'd be like, no, it's summer. I don't want Halloween. Because I think my brain was just like, oh, fall's coming. That means that snow is right around the corner. But now that I live in L.A., where it's always super pleasant. I'm like, sure, it's Halloween. It might as well be friggin' Easter right now. I don't know what time of year it is. It's still nice out. Who cares? Let the weather be what you want it to be. So if <laughs> if you experience seasonal depression, I don't know how we got here. Just move to LA. Your life is so much better. How about the stuff you actually came for? How about the stuff you actually came for? You're like, what the hell are you talking about, Diana? Let's talk about our favorite screwy, messy, bravo liberties that we love with all of our heart. Because boy, do we got a lot to cover today. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Let's, you know what? Let's talk about the Salt Lake City trailer. Because I saw that this morning and I was like, I totally lost track of time. I'm like, damn, you know what? It is that time of year for Salt Lake City. And also, like, the tea is piping. It is piping hot. So obviously we know that Jen Shaw pled guilty and she was filming while all this was going down. And in the trailer, she says she wouldn't be in this situation if it weren't for Stu, Stu Chain, Stuart Smith, her old assistant who was now her co-defendant. And the details surrounding her thought about that and why she said that, like, we don't know that yet because Bravo's not going to give us that much. Who do you think they are? They're not like our grandma. You know, if we ask them for money, they're going to give it to us. No, they're like the the fiscally responsible ones who are like, you're going to have to wait to get your money and we're going to have to wait to find out the good stuff when the season starts. So we don't know why she's blaming Stu on all this. And I just find it a little weird. I think this is true Jen Shaw. Deflect, deflect, deflect. 
that she's just blaming it on him because in the past it was like, oh, Stu's my best friend. I couldn't live without him. I don't know where I would be without him. And now you're like, this is his fault. First of all, I don't know this for a fact. Actually, before I spew stuff, I'm going to Google whether or not who was the higher tier defendant because I was going to say he, she was a higher tier than him, but I'm not 100% sure, so hang tight. Okay, I was wrong. A quick Google search told me that they were both tier A status, which means they're like the, the senior masterminds, I guess, if you want to call it, of this crime. I don't even think I need to say a legend anymore because they both pled guilty. So they, um, how do you call it? So maybe, I don't know. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what she says, like how she blames Stu for all this because it was her company and he was her assistant. So I want to hear her talk her way out of that one. Uh, I hope we see Coach Shaw's, like, view on all this because he was out there like we're gonna proclaim her innocence and for a while I know we were all coach shot I mean I was but a lot of people ever since this whole legal thing went down like I heard a lot of stories or feelings changing towards coach Shaw right like people are like well I don't really know about this guy like if they're if he's backing her you know what I mean we would want him to hold her accountable but now she's pled guilty so I don't know. I'm just, all I know is I'm going to be watching it. Uh, other notable things in the trailer, I really feel like they are painting Meredith out to be the true villain this year, which I did love. Meredith, I loved her first season. Second season, I'm like, eh, about. And now this season, I'm really going to have to see where I stand with Meredith, only because the person she is arguing with is Whitney. And we do know Whitney loves to stir the pot, even though I do enjoy Whitney. But we do see her I don't remember and this is my fault I'm like a terrible host I should have did my homework and watched the trailer right before I came on but I watched it this morning um I rewatched rewatched why is that word so difficult rewatched the trailer and I'm so glad I did because they're fighting it was the way Meredith said she's like I just heard that she was doing favors to get her tequila places like she is totally embracing this villain, villainess role, right? So the rumor that Meredith is saying was that Lisa allegedly was doing favors of the sexual nature to get her tequila into stores. And she said that to Whitney. And then Whitney said it to, I think she, Whitney repeated it to Lisa. And the Meredith's like, I didn't say that. So, you know, I think this is uh, Meredith's villain year. We'll see how it goes for her. I, I think in the words of Durinda, it's going to go not well, bitch. We also have two new housewives. So we said goodbye to Jenny Wynn after that was like, you know, like the rise and fall of Julius Caesar. That was like the rise and fall of Jenny Wynn. So let's meet our two new real housewives of Salt Lake City housewives. They are named... Angie, Angie, and Dana. But sorry. Those are, why, how, like, I, my mind is blown. Because not that there's, any, there's nothing wrong with Angie. It's not the name Angie. I'm just like, wow, there's two of them. It's not every day you hear, like, more than one Angie. Like, I with the Jen and Jenny thing, I was like, that's a common name. Also, like, wow, I guess Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is the city of duplicate names. 
But yeah, so we got two Angies. One of them is the one we met last season. So Angie Harrington. I don't know if she is a full-time housewife or if she's going to be another friend of, but uh, we'll see. She's the one who had the issues last year with Lisa. And then according to Bravo, Angie grows closer to Whitney and Heather. I think she's like a cousin of them too, right? Or did I make that up? The next is Angie Katsanavis. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She is a business owner, wife, and mother, according to Bravo. Ever loyal. She always has her friends back, but will speak her mind when they cross her. I like her. That sounds a lot like me. I have a feeling that Angie and I are going to get along. Um, oh, she's a salon owner. Even better. And then we have, oh, I hope I pronounced her name right. So it's Dana Buinegritz. Um... I, I'm sorry. I will correct myself down the line if I am wrong. So she is an entrepreneur, real estate agent, wife, and mother. Um, she gets tangled in the group's drama as she brings a rumor about Jen to light. Yeah, so in the trailer, I think she mentioned something about, like, someone being an informant. So I, I don't know. I think I'm going to like Dana, too. I think we've got a great mix of ladies for this season. I think... SLC Salt Lake City is always highly anticipated so it's not going to disappoint it is not going to disappoint I'm I'm putting my money on it now that we are going to love Salt Lake City I think it's maybe topped my preference of Beverly Hills just because Beverly Hills has been so disappointing the past few years including this one like I'm kind of over them I'm watching like almost with my eyes half open at this point not interested but speaking of Beverly Hills I am also looking forward to Vanderpump Rules so Sheena it's all happening and Brock like I need to be relevant just got married the relevant twins um they just got married, and apparently a lot of shit went down at the wedding. So Katie, um, oh, I don't know why I was just going to call her Katie McCooley. That's not even close. It's Katie Maloney, and formerly Katie Maloney Schwartz. She was invited to the wedding, and we saw she went to Cancun, right? She went to Cancun, but everyone's posting on the old Insta. They're posting the rehearsal dinner. They're posting the welcoming party, and we just see... Katie is living it up with Christina Kelly in Cancun, having a grand old girl's trip, which I support wholeheartedly, like night on the town. You are single. Go get that Cancun booty, right? However, we hear that there, and there's like dueling, uh, dueling theories, if you will, that Katie was originally invited to the wedding, and then she went to Cancun and like, decided she wasn't going and was going to live it up with Christina instead. And then Brock, I need to be relevant. Davies was like, no, no. On Instagram, he's like, she was disinvited, but came to Cancun anyway to have a girl's trip. I don't think that's how it went, Brock. And here is why. And if I am wrong, you can rub it in my face with your annoying self. Okay. Tell me how you really feel about Brock, Diana, is what you're probably thinking. But I think that Brock is delusional. We've seen what he thinks about women and how he treats women and how he showed up around Lala last season. Like, I don't know. I just think he's really crass and, like, needs to make everything about him. 
And it doesn't make sense to me that Katie last second, which she might, she might, but I don't think she would be like, I'm going to show up anyway to Cancun and buy a ticket for a wedding I was just invited to and we're going to go and have a girl's trip. Like, I feel like the ticket was already purchased. And let's say she was disinvited before she went there. I'm sorry, Brock. Like, I wouldn't even cancel my trip. Like, if we were going, I was just going to go and do something different. Like, you know what? Like, screw that. A trip is a trip. If you disinvite me, that's your problem. That's one last wedding gift for you and a, and a trip I paid for already. Shoot. It seems like a win to me. Um, and also, again, back to point A, I just don't like Brock and I don't think it's true. There were rumors that the reason why Katie didn't go to the wedding was because of Sheena having Brittany on her shenanigans podcast and they were talking about Stassi's wedding and the falling out and Katie is like standing up. That's her like, I am firmly on the line of team Stassi in this. So you disrespect my friend. I'm not going to go to your wedding, which hold on. I just had like a brain bubble at this point. Isn't it funny how she was like invited to Sheena's first wedding back in season? What was it? Three or four. She like wasn't invited at first and then she's invited and now she's invited and then disinvited allegedly I'm just gonna say she withdrew her invitation herself because I'm team Katie when it comes to Katie and Brock I just think that's kind of funny how this is like a full circle moment and hey Sheena didn't even wear a crop top wedding dress this time so like that's a win for her I guess but I think that this is Katie like firmly being on the side of Stassi and making her alliances known and and not showing up and making a statement which I kind of get it. I think she and, and Sheena always haven't been, haven't always been the greatest friends. So like if this was my, if I was in her shoes and someone like super disrespected one of my very close friends and I wasn't even close friends with them in the first place, I'd be like, I don't got to go. You know what? Like I, I don't have to go to your wedding. I don't, I don't even want to go. And I'm like the kind of person like when I don't want to go to something, I am not going to put on a happy face and go because like, I don't know. I'm just a very loyal, true person I cannot be fake it's like that book and movie Ella enchanted when she was cursed and she cannot tell a lie that is me and I just feel like it's for the benefit of everyone if like we all just do what we want and don't go to what we don't have to screw society screw just going to like do the right thing no the right thing is being true to yourself and that is my tangent um some other interesting happenings that went down at the wedding of the irrelevance uh, Sheena and Brock they I'm so mean um Raquel went to the wedding so James was there I don't know if I saw any pictures of James at the wedding but I'm just gonna say he was there because when I thought Lala wasn't there with very good reason because there was a story posted that I didn't know was a later story which I did mention on my TikTok that uh was posted at the same time of the wedding people some people were really nice like oh no hey look on her Instagram so I like posted a video I was like oh oops my bad Lala was there and some people were like, you're just trying to start up drama. It's like, really, Helen? Can you read? Can you read the part that says, I screwed up, Lala was there? Do we need to increase the prescription on your glasses? And I say that with love because I probably have a higher prescription than my Helen in my head. Like, I am blind. I, I feel like I've spoken about it on my, on my podcast before. Like, I have astigmatism in the left eye and negative nine in the right eye and negative eight. So, like, when it comes to people needing higher prescription, I can joke about that because nobody needs a higher prescription than me. Anyhow, huge tangent there. So... 
I don't know if James did the wedding, but Raquel was there, and there were rumors swirling like, oh, Raquel and Schwartz are being kind of flirty, and then the the going talk of the town is they allegedly hooked up at the wedding, and now apparently Katie is blaming Sheena for it, which logically I don't love, but pettily is that a word i am i am all for it the petty crocker in me is like yes girl you blame sheena for that so let me get you an excerpt of that story okay so according to page six an exclusive source reveals to them that katie is blaming sheena for the raquel schwartz um hook up because both are quote super easygoing and can be a bit passive at times so katie says who was going to make the first move? The insider asks, adding, oh, I'm sorry, Katie didn't say that. The insider did. So who was going to make the first move? The insider asks, adding, Katie thinks Sheena's encouragement gave Raquel and Schwartz a green light to explore a connection. The source goes on to say that Maloney, 35, is very annoyed over the situation and not because her estranged husband is exploring other romantic connections in the wake of their divorce. She's just annoyed because he decided to, to hook up with a girl in their circle of her friends and she's blaming Sheena. Um, however, a second source tells page six, gotta love these sources. I'm sorry. We're going to hit pause for a second. Who the hell are these sources? Like when they call, how could you imagine? Sorry, I can't even wrap my head around this. That is why I'm stumbling over my words. I could never, even if my friends were famous, I could never call a publication and be like, hey, guess what? They're pissed about this or like, hey, guess what? It was her idea. That is like, you are a shitty friend, you sources, you. However, a second source tells page six that Maloney was the one who first suggested it and that Schwartz and Levis should go for it. She planted the seed. Katie initially put the idea out there. She told Sheena they'd be really cute together. Sheena simply relayed the message later on to Raquel. Katie thinks that you and Schwartz would make a really good match and gave her blessing. I call bullshit. No, that didn't happen. While that went under things that didn't happen, I don't think I I do like if I broke up with someone, I would never give them the blessing to hook up with someone in the circle immediately after the divorce happened, no matter how much I didn't want them, because that's just like uncomfortable. I don't think she's going to force herself to sit through discomfort like what? No. How would you feel, right? Like, what would you do in this situation? I would be pissed at Sheena in this situation. I wouldn't blame her. But then again, it is Sheena. And I certainly wouldn't be giving anyone my blessing. But I'm curious to know what you would think. So feel free to hop into my DMs and let me know your stance on the situation. Either way, though, I think that this season of Vanderpump Vanderpump Pools, that's an interesting show. Vanderpump Rules is going to be super duper... um, intriguing and I think it's going to give the show the facelift we all needed but it's only going to be a one season facelift and then we're going to be done with it after the season just my prediction all right one more thing we need to talk about so Erica Jean has been released of any wrongdoing by a judge the way I said that I don't know if you (laughs) you ever watched SNL but there was like a Yankee Stadium sketch with um I think it was Tina Fey and I forgot who played Tina Fey was playing Rosie Perez and I forgot who was playing Martin Scorsese. And she was just like, one time there was a breakdancing contest here and I was a judge. So like every time I say judge, I just say it like that in my head. But you didn't need to know that. If you got that reference, by the way, I love you. So Erica Jane, she scored a win in the fraud lawsuit. The court found no evidence of wrongdoing. 
I'm going to sum up this page six article because with my non-existent law degree, remember, I'm not a lawyer. I just watch a lot of true crime. I think that I figured it out. So people are like, but what about the evidence? She has all this shit that was bought with Tom's money. And the judge is being like, no, even though she has all this stuff that was purchased with widow orphan money, she didn't know about it because there was a in the deposition she said which i do want to find this quote because it was very interesting the judge the judge cited jane's deposition in which she told the court listen they all did the books at girardi and keith they were in charge of all the ledgers i didn't do the invoices which i really didn't think she would have a role in bookkeeping can we really come on Come on, do you really picture Erica Jane sitting down with a little like visor on, like an old timey accountant with a pencil and a book, being like, Yeah, see, I, I spent this much money on my glam squad? She did not know. Absolutely not. The money was coming in and she was probably spending it. Now, I she she did say, I think, um, she didn't know what they were doing there, and I think there is a point where she said she didn't ask. So like, yeah, if you know, if you, I think we all learn now if you're getting a bunch of money coming in and it's like kind of suspicious, you're not really sure where it's coming from. The right thing to do is to say something. She should have said something. And she also should have been more sympathetic, acted like she gave a shit about the victims, because I think that would have worked well for her but and she was kind of cold and assholeish to them so I don't think she was innocent in the sense that like she's a she's a perfect angel of a human being but I really don't think she knew anything about what was going on or like she she didn't bother to ask right um that doesn't excuse her from how she behaved this season and last season at all and having no sort of compassion for the people who um, her husband allegedly screwed, screwed over. I think we do have to say allegedly in this case because there's no verdict on Tom yet. So lots of stuff going on there, like truly. And I, I'm like so excited. I always say this about everything, but I am excited to see how the rest of this case unfolds. A lot of people were saying that they would – appeal this but I don't know because if the judge ruled it like I did they get another judge I don't really know how that works you could clearly see my non-law degree at work right now um but yeah today was uh, chock full of bravo news I'm glad we could do this little get togethers it's been a minute I'm back I'm sorry um thank you again so much for hanging out with me to believe in bravo besties podcast i'm your host diana jebbia and you know if you love this podcast there is something you could do for me that don't even take more than a minute you can get on itunes you just push the podcast button on your little phone it's already glued to your hand like mine is and you could rate this five stars smack subscribe like a cute little tush and leave a nice review be like what's up diana I like your voice and you give really silly Bravo reviews that make them fun for me to understand. Literally, I just wrote a review for you. All you got to do is type that out and uh, I will be forever. Thank you. I will be more than forever. Thank you. I will be five ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thankful. Oh, my God. It's really getting time for me to sign off. You can also follow me, TikTok, Instagram, at Diana Jevia, G-E-B-B-I-A. And make sure you follow Believe, B-L-E-A-V, 
network and lifestyle. I'm so happy to be back with you, babes. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.